I'm Gerald Bentley. This is the Wrestling Spotlight. We're taking a close look. We're turning the spotlight on Chicago-style wrestling. They have a big event coming up this week. Hearts on Fire. It's at in Franklin Park, 9757 Pacific Avenue, the home of Chicago-style wrestling. And we're joined here by the general manager of CSW, TJ Steele. And TJ, uh, second show of the year, big event coming up off of Valentine's Day. How do you feel going into Hearts on Fire? Whew, I'm in love. I'm so excited for this event. I got to tell you, uh, I didn't think I could top the card that I put out there in this very first show. Uh, but by God, I think I've done it. This is a... Uh, this is this is the type of card that uh, you look back on in a few months and go, my God, I, I made my career on this one. I'm 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 swooning. I'm so excited for it. Well, and and this is a transition for you as the general manager of CSW. Are are you being able to to highlight some talent that you felt really didn't get the opportunities they deserved in the past? Boy, it's like you're reading my mind. I got to tell you, uh, I. I Spent so much time in CSW. I, I started here, gosh, you know, I don't know, 2009, 2010, when, when the doors opened. And, uh, you know, every company I've been to, everywhere I've gone, uh, the titles have come in. I've gotten heavyweight belts, secondary titles, tag team titles. But uh, CSW, my home company, seemed to be the only one that didn't want to give me a shot. The only place that the politics just stuck. And they could never move. It was like gridlock for anybody like myself, any man, woman that was getting in this business that had a ton of raw talent, but just didn't have all of the politics backing them, just couldn't get a start. And um, I, I, I'm so happy, Mr. Bentley, to say that my rise to fame is nothing short of a miracle. My rise to the general manager spot has not just been a success for, for me. I, I don't care about myself. I, I'm a selfless guy in this entire situation. It's it's brought about change for not just the fans who I know love it, even though they might not agree with the way that it's being delivered. I know they're very happy for mm -hmm. tag team championship, you know, uh, caliber wrestlers like Ryan Matthews and Jax, who got the belts under me in my tutelage, as well as Anestra. And now that Heather Reckless is in, our umbrella. I have a feeling that the women's title is not too far off in her future again. Well, and Heather Reckless is taking part in uh, this match, this card, Hearts on Fire. And th this is a big match because you have representatives from the National Wrestling Alliance and Misa Kate, Maggie Lee, who's a, a star across the Midwest, and then the Devil's Little Princess, Heather Reckless, and Sky Blue, who's really kind of moved towards Heather Reckless attitude-wise recently. A uh, CSW yeah. alum coming from All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that that's uh, a coincidence. I mean, you know, Heather just recently signed with the Brass, you know, my faction, mm -hmm. and, you know, Sky is my sister. Uh, I found her at, at PPW many years ago, uh, brought her to CSW um, and uh, joined my family, uh, the, the Steele family. And uh, it's been, you know, uh, sky being the limit for her ever since. So uh, bringing her back at the, the 
premiere show last month was a no-brainer and, uh, and keeping her aboard with that new great attitude that she has is you know also obvious yeah a little more of a determined uh I don't know what you want to say, uh, results-driven attitude coming from Sky Blue, especially from her her team up with Julia Hart and kind of moving in with the House of Black. So the house always wins. Uh, I think you got to feel pretty good about going in there with Heather Reckless and Sky Blue in this matchup. Yeah, I'd, I'd say with the attitude shift, it, it's a, an obvious, um, you know, uh, pick for me anyways, uh, Heather and Sky are going to, you know, drop these two ladies. I, Miss Kate, I know she's she's doing great there at NWA. Um, and Maggie, I mean, I'm trying to help her out, you know, throw her in there with the big dogs. But uh, still, I think they're, they're major underdogs in this match. And uh, I only see it going one way. Yeah. And, you know, you do see a lot of NWA presence in Chicago style, too. That that has to help as the general manager. You got to like being able to show talent that, hey, this is a pathway, not just to championships in Chicago, but it's a pathway to the National Wrestling Alliance, to all the elite wrestling. And in a way, uh, you're you're the person that's controlling the politics in a way, eliminating the politics, giving giving preference to the top competitors. And that's putting people in position to be showcased for other territories as well. Absolutely. You know, I, I agree with that hundred percent, you know, um, as you and I uh, discussed, uh, you know, earlier, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't like to necessarily think of the, the, the independent circuit as a dirty term, uh, like it may have been thought as, you know, years ago. Uh, I, I think a lot of, uh, ladies and gentlemen make their living, uh, here and, sure. you know, if they can, turn into pathways to adjacent places and also upwards places like, you know, an NAEW, a WWE, an NWA. Uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I, I love to, to help wrestlers send their stuff in, you know, speak with trainers and, and, and you know, get wherever it is that they want to go. You know, CSW is, is certainly not a stepping stone. Um, you know, we are a place to be, but we oh, very much always so. try to help, you know, other wrestlers get where they're, wanting to achieve their goals. Yeah, and you can see CSW matches here on Wrestling Spotlight. And when you see the CSW matches, it's a packed house. There's a thousand people there, maybe a little bit more, loud, into it fans, just like the fans you see at Glory Pro, the fans you see at Central States, the fans you see at Bruce City. So yeah, independent wrestling is definitely on the upswing and i think pro wrestling is in general i mean this is really a new golden age of pro wrestling that we're in right now it really is i mean it's, it's crazy every month we show up at the uh franklin park uh, uh you know center there to uh to take a look at the show it's like i, I get worried that we're gonna have to turn people away because mm -hmm. the fire marshal might show up and shut us down it's like more and more every month and, and I, i'm not even speaking necessarily just with csw you're absolutely right it's a, a, a renaissance right now of, of professional wrestling we're in a one of those stages where we'll look back here in a decade and go you know if we could recreate that time you know what i mean so it's like it, it, it's a stop and smell the roses moment absolutely because when you're doing things right the fans just come in in droves and, and they certainly are here at, at chicago style wrestling what do you think what do you think turned the switch? What do you think was the 
the thing that created that change and really is just reinvigorated independent wrestling across the country. I think it's it's social media. I, I think it's the way that social media has churned certain things into juggernauts. Um, I, I think it's streaming services. I think it's the fact that fans, although they love WWE, they love AEW, um, they want niche things. We're not living in this world of mainstream, <clears throat> you know, uh, accept it or don't kind of anymore. We're living in a world of like, it's okay to like whatever you like. And therefore I believe people are kind of just choosing to be themselves nowadays. And, and, and that is, I like Chicago style wrestling. I like this smaller company. I like that company up there. And yeah. now it's not like a long time ago, what was the most niche company you could find was like ECW when we were younger. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, whatever you want. If you want to find Smoky Mountain Junior Pro Championship style wrestling in Southern Carolinas, yeah. <laughs> like you can find it. And, yeah, that, and so I believe it's been social media. No, that's, that's a good point. Now let's talk about somebody that made his mark on the independent circuit. Warhorse, you see him on Wrestling Spotlight quite a bit. Uh, he has a little bit of a new attitude as well. This isn't the same Warhorse you saw wrestling Cody Rhodes back on AEW. Uh, a darker edge of Warhorse, and he's taken on Axel Rico at Hearts on Fire. What are you expecting from this match with Warhorse against Axel? Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, Axel is a good friend of mine. You know, I, I got my one and only heavyweight title shot against Axel uh, before I took over this company. Um, and I still have not given myself another title shot yet. Uh, we'll see if I can earn one soon. But, um, you know, I got injured in that match against Axel. And um, not too long after that, Axel suffered a very nasty injury. And he assured me he was 100% and ready to roll. So I gave him Marche Rocket last month. Thought he did great. And so I wanted to test him this month. I'll be honest with you, when it comes to Warhorse, he was a guy that I saw on social media, that I saw doing a little AEW that really got under my skin. He was on my nerves. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember seeing my wife and my son like, oh my gosh, this guy. Uh, uh. And I went to turn the channel and they went, wait, 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 I want to see this guy get beat up. And I went, hmm, hmm. If they don't want me to change the channel and they won't stop talking about him, I don't care if it's good or bad. I want him here. So yeah. I know he spent a little time with us once before a few shows back. I couldn't help myself. I had to bring this guy in full time. I, I'm, I'm loving that he's here and I love even more that he's running the hate keepers now. So Warhorse, keep it coming, baby. I love it. There you go. Let's highlight another couple of matches here. Gringo Loco, the base god. You've seen him uh, all over, a luchador of sorts from Chicago. Quintero and Shane Hollister, a three-way dance, one of your main events here at Hearts on Fire. About, I've seen Gringo Loco. Tell me a little bit about uh, Quintero and Shane Hollister. Quintero is a guy that uh, came out of nowhere. One of those uh, young guys, very hungry, um, came in through Steve Boz's training school. Um, you know, my brother-in-law, a guy who trained mm -hmm. me, who likes to pretend like he's done everything under the sun for me when the truth is he's, he's hindered me, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, I mean, this young man is undeniable. 
He's got all of the tools that you want to see with someone who can just go bell to bell and do pretty much anything. Um, and his heart grows. I, I think every time I put him in a match where I think he's going to die. So I'm going to yeah. keep giving him a shot until they have to scrape him off <laughs> with, 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 with the, uh, the spatula. Um, and then as far as Shane Hollister goes, I mean, he's about as evil as evil gets. His heart is black like the Grinch and he's uglier than him. Um, but he wears leather and he's cool. So he's all right in my book. Um, this is one of those matches where I don't care who wins. I just want to watch the car crash go, and I hope it goes 30 minutes. <laughs> there we go. Got one more here. Mm. The aforementioned Steve Foz, Conan Lycan, your current CSW champion, and they're taking on the Hate Keepers. So this is definitely a match that has some personal connection to you. Uh, in a, in a, totally, a totally unbiased way as the general manager. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll, I'll say I've had a, enough of fans and, and wrestlers alike coming up and saying, why don't you give yourself your title shot now? You're, what are you waiting till Conan loses the belt? What are you scared of this guy? First of all, no, I'm not scared of anybody. I, I'm, I'm big and strong too, okay? I could take Conan out if I wanted to. But, hey, if, if I pair him and Boz up and they get a kinship going and, and he decides that maybe he'd like to put that title up against his new buddy, Steve Boz, and somehow Boz wins the belt and then, oh, weird, I take it off of my jerk brother-in-law. Hey, even better for me. But, but I don't know. I don't know the future. I'm not a soothsayer. I don't know. But uh, if I had to tap into my telepathy, I'd say uh, I'd put the house on the hate keepers in this one. There we go. And you can see more Chicago-style wrestling. Here's the schedule for this year. So, I mean, it's a consistent schedule, and we'll be able to keep in touch as the events come up here on Wrestling Spotlight. But February 16th, your next event for Chicago-style, Hearts on Fire. And uh, it's, a, it's a stacked card here, and we are building... I guess we're polishing the brass up and TJ Steele leading Chicago style here into uh, what I call this regular season of professional wrestling because everybody's ramping up now. Chicago style's ramping up. Central States is getting back at it. Glory Pro's having their anniversary show. Bruce City's having a big show this weekend. And of course, we're on the March to Revolution and all the elite wrestling and the road to WrestleMania. Any of the any of the big major wrestling events that have uh, kind of resonated with you? Are you uh, looking forward to Revolution? Looking forward to WrestleMania? Man, definitely looking forward to Revolution. Obviously, um, you know I've, I've got friends in that company, and you know I, I always wish them the best. But uh, uh, don't want to sound like a mark here, but man, oh man, I, I've been away from the WWE product for a little while. But mm -hmm. I've been hooked back into it with this whole Cody thing. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, I can't wait to see how it ends. I, I feel like I, I, I feel like I usually can kind of see, at least I think so, you know, sure. the, the, what's the work and what's the shoot. And I probably can't. But um, in this one, I, I felt like a little kid again. I felt like I totally got, you know, wish. And, and I'm still not sure 
what what is real and what isn't and and that's when you find a special area there you know what i mean that's yeah there's we got a real special groove right here going where you've even got like you know mark calloway going you know what they got me i'm into it right now when you can get the undertaker completely marking out <laughs> and not knowing what's real what isn't man unless you make that guy take mushrooms and <laughs> yeah. he can't be like acting like that I'm, I'm i'm just blown away i'm gonna buy that pay-per-view for the first time in a long time and i'm freaking psyched for it like i was when i was a teenager yeah I, awesome. i'm looking i'm looking forward to going it's uh the road to wrestlemania here on wrestling spotlight as well and we're going to be up there covering it in person so it'll be it'll be really fun to see if uh, the story's ended and if you're undisputed universal heavyweight champion of the world Roman Reigns is beaten by the American Nightmare finishing the story. Right. It's going to be one to remember for sure. No matter which way it goes, uh, there's going to be one where you, we look back and it's like, where were you? Where were you? You know, the Cena Rock thing, the Austin Rock, you know, in Denver to, to, to put it to bed. There's a few yeah. of those manias where you look back and it was like, where were you? This is one of those. We're living it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely a uh, new, new era in professional wrestling and uh here just one other one let's get your opinion on this one whose house swerve's house right now uh swerve oh, hangman and samoa joe for the heavyweight championship at revolution you want to give a pick on that one i absolutely love swerve strickland anything he does is gold to me um but i don't know that i could pick against samoa joe right now so um yeah, I got. I just. I, I got to stick stick with him. Yeah. On that. What do you hard think? Say, hard to say he's going to lose on his uh, second defense. What do you, What do you think? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Swerve. I think he's on a roll. I think. Uh, I think it's his time. And and he's got. He's got Prince Nana outside uh, helping mm -hmm. him dance him back into the ring. So. The X Factor. It'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see, but. Something really interesting to see if you're in the Chicagoland area coming up on the 16th. This weekend, Hearts on Fire, Chicago Style Wrestling, back at it for their second show of the season. You can see Misa Kate, Maggie Lee taking on Heather Reckless and Sky Blue, and a whole card of the stars of Chicago Style, led by the general manager, TJ Steele, our guest here on Wrestling Spotlight this week. TJ, thanks a lot for taking the time and joining us. And any any last words to encourage fans to come down and see the Chicago-style Hearts on Fire? Well, first of all, I just want to thank you, Mr. Bentley, for giving me your time. Sure. Um, hope we can do this again sometime. Uh, and man, oh, man, if you are in the Chicagoland area and you miss this show, you're going to hear all of your friends talking about it, and you're going to feel major FOMO. You're going to go, oh, just like I was talking about how you go, where was I when this? Where was I when that? I promise you, on the 16th, if you could have been there and you weren't there, you're going to wish that you were. Absolutely. Well, and with that, we'll see you guys here in the Wrestling Spotlight. Stay tuned for more of the stars of Chicago-style wrestling right here on the Wrestling Spotlight channel. Have a good night.